1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. There's a big difference between watching a movie and getting lost in one. Find out what Marcus Theaters means by getting tickets to a hot new release at MarcusTheaters.com. Somebody say party. (laughs) Someone must have said party (laughs) because our version of Spuds McKenzie is here. Santana Dodson, good morning. How are you? Good Perhaps. morning. Good morning. Actually, good afternoon. It's, good morning. Yeah, afternoon. Yes. Good day, mate. How are things in Houston? They're, they're grand. They're grand. Just getting ready for the good old holiday. But you know, I hear you guys are. You know what you are? I know what y'all are. You know what you are? But do you, <laughs> you guys really know what you are? Y'all are a bunch of just. Do-gooders. Oh, that Boy, one, I, that, I really thought yeah. this was going to go a different way. <laughs> same, same. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's very kind yes. of you to say that. Yes. Ooh. Thank you very we much. Just, we just sit in the chairs, you know. It's you an know. awesome thing y'all are doing because, you know, I know you guys. Y'all are probably getting ready for napping bedtime this time of the day. Well, you do know us well. We have been doing this together for, what, 20 years? At least. 20 years. I get count. home, I have a little lunch and... Put on blue bloods and I'm ready to, you know, conk after yeah, an yeah. episode and a half. We don't usually Not talk we don't usually blood. talk to you this time of day. So right. you're you're this is you're up in Adam because I feel a lot of times like you got out of bed to talk to us in the morning. Yeah, you're pretty right. Usually I'm just getting ready to go to bed when I talk to y'all in the morning. That has happened too. <laughs> when was the last time you were stopped and and someone said, I I hear you on the radio? Oh, that's all the time. That is all the time. Has it happened in yeah. Houston? No. Yeah. What? Yeah. Actually, actually, it has. I was stopped the other day. My my daughter had a big soccer tournament, and this family had just moved from. Um, they had just moved from the Milwaukee or Wisconsin area, and uh, the dad picked me out of the crowd. He said, yeah. "As soon as I heard you talking, as soon as I heard you talking, I'm like." I used to hear that voice early in the morning. Who is that? Out of here. And he's like, yeah, exactly. He was like, I said, I couldn't believe it. But it was you. He said, I could tell by the voice. On the soccer sidelines. That's oh, great. Wow. wow. Yes. Amazing. Well, thanks on for coming the on. Soccer sidelines. Hey, we have some uh, stuff to talk about. It's coming up. End of the month. NFL draft. Oh. oh. What, uh, what are you thinking about that at the moment? Uh, well, I mean, I'm definitely on the love boat because that's yep. the direction it seems like it's going, right? Yeah. So, um, have you read any of the articles about the Packers having, uh, you know, quarterbacks in to talk to them before the draft, like uh, Hooker from Tennessee, and I think there was another one. Now, I really think it's funny that you brought that name up because I was talking to some folks the other day and. You know, Tennessee was undefeated until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. He's an outstanding athlete, passer. Um, and I feel like my comment was I felt like he could be the sleeper of the draft when it comes to the quarterback position. But other teams know this, too. It's not just us here, right? The The word is out on him, I'm sure. Well, there's always someone that's rated too yeah. high and always someone who was like, oh, where did he come from? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, he slipped a little bit because he had that knee injury, but I really think like he could be on to something. I see the the outstanding season. I see uh, 
on ESPN, they were talking about who should the Jets take with the 13th pick. And I have said this over and over again. They're not going to have the 13th pick if Aaron Rodgers is going to be their quarterback. The Packers will own that pick, right? Because the Packers are going to let him go for less than a first-rounder. A third round, right. That's, you know, that is the million-dollar question. You know, like, what's it going to cost? You know, you got two parties that agree to mutually part, and the Jets are sitting there saying, okay, but I don't want to pay a premium for that. Um, but if I'm the Packers, I definitely just sit and wait, sit and wait, um, because the Jets need him in house as soon as possible. Well, the Jets have been talking out of both sides of their, uh, mouth, right? (laughs) Very nice. Whatever it takes. We'll get you here, Aaron, whatever it takes. A first round pick. (laughs) Well, uh, not that. Woody Johnson said that a couple weeks ago. Whatever it takes. Yes. Well, a first round pick. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean like that. I mean, well, if, I, if I'm the GM, we always play the game, right? What if I'm the GM? If I'm the GM, the cost of the price is two first and a third. So that will be the price. And if not, then I tell Aaron, like, we can get your retirement papers together or whatnot if you don't want to be here. Like, uh, I'd, stand that, I'd stand that firm if I'm the GM. Yeah, okay. Well, he said, you know, he – before he went into his, God, this just makes me crazy. His darkness retreat, that he was ninety percent. Well, I'm going to retire, and then he walked into the darkness, and he had some sort of vision, and the Jets were that vision, and whoever talked to him told him that's where he should be. So he said, "My intention is to play for the New York Jets." So he has no plans on being the Green Bay Packer quarterback anymore. Correct? I would take that as yeah, a yes. That's and, right. You know you. You know the vision he had when he went in that dark room. It was like fifty something million dollars, a fifty something million dollar vision, or whatever his contract value is. Do you have to and be in the dark for that? Can't you just <laughs> drive and down the road? No, okay, no. I don't know. I mean, I always felt like there was no way he was retiring. Like you know, not what fifty million dollars? No, there's no way he was retiring. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like he's the Jets are bust. And I don't know if at this juncture, would you even want him back? You know, let's say you're happily married and all of a sudden you come home and your wife says, I'm leaving you. And 90 days later, she says, you know what? That wasn't for me. I'm coming back. Do you really want her to come back at that point? I've already let go of him in my head now. I think I'm just, I'm just, I've freed him to go. I'm already sleeping with Jordan Love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I already got my, my next wife ready to go here. Yeah. Right. And I wish him well. I wish him well. I don't want any, you know, no ill feelings. Thanks for all you've done. But at this point, I just, I don't think there are any take backs. No. I think that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. so what do the Packers do in the draft, Santana? Did they, do they, they always say we're going to draft the best player available or do they fill it? Is there a need they need to fill? And they could line up. It could be both. Yeah, it definitely could be both. I think we're good. We got some young, talented wide receivers. I know everybody always wants wide receivers, right? We lost a pretty darn good tight end. Uh, we want to build around Jordan Love, so and we got two great backs. So I think on the offensive side of the ball, if it's not a tight end, which you typically can get, you know, unless somebody's really a game breaker, you can get a good tight end somewhere in the third round on. So when you talk about early rounds. As boring as it sounds, you may want to solidify that offensive line as good as possible 
and then add to your defense. When you say solidify the line, are we talking about Bakhtiari? Got to go. I yeah, mean, he... we had Bak- we had Bakhtiari that was on bikes half of the stationary bikes half of the season. Other other the other part of the season he was in street clothes. So that's never a good deal. Um, so maybe you look at somebody that can go and play left and right offensive tackle, uh, a real solid athletic guard. You know, somebody that can open holes for the running back and. Uh, keep Jordan Love upright. I had a guy tell me, oh, it was you. You can't make the club sitting in the tub. Mm. <laughs> you cannot make the club sitting in the tub. That was on a bulletin board right by the tub, wasn't it? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> where, where were you on uh, your draft night? Oh, my gosh. Um, I had a family event. So we did a big family and friends party, but mind you, I didn't go till the fifth round. So, um, and that was the, you had six rounds, I think day one, but now the fifth round would be day two or day three. So that party would be like a sleepover. <laughs> I always tell kids though, if you don't go the first 10 picks, it's like forever. So get somewhere. You might even want to change your cell phone or get, a new cell phone with just your agent and your family can reach out to you and either go fishing, take a cruise, <laughs> go sit on the beach somewhere. Because if you're not a top five, top 10 pick, it's just, you know, it's like that call takes forever to come. Yeah. How and nervous. It was the Buccaneers that drafted you. Who did yeah. you talk to on the phone on yeah. that phone call? Uh, head coach and GM called me. It was Sam Weish. Okay. Sam Weish. All right. So was the yeah. the phone that you talked to Sam Weish on, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, Sam Weish calls you. Yeah. Was that wall screwed to a, was that phone screwed to a wall? You didn't have no <laughs> cell phone, right? Right. Do we have cell phones? No. I don't believe it was a cell no. phone. It was, you know what it was? I know what it was. A it pink was princess a, with a twenty-foot cord. <laughs> right. So we had a we had a hospitality suite at a hotel. So it was a hotel hospitality phone. That's what it was. Okay. Wow. And the phone rings. And did you get the call before you were drafted? Yeah, you get the call before right. you were drafted. But that's the deal, right? You're getting a call from teams. You know, I want to say late first, second round on for sure, because I was a fifth rounder. You're getting calls from teams every 20, 30 minutes, right? So can you realize the dejection? Let's say oh. one of those calls was from Ron Wolf, another call was from Jerry Jones. And it's like, oh, if you're there, we're definitely picking you. And it doesn't happen. So all of a sudden, you get to the fourth, fifth round. You're just like, let me know when it's over. And why would and they I, call you and tell you they intend to pick you and then not do it? What, uh... Yeah, so I guess maybe somebody else is available, and they're looking. You know, another position is a priority, hmm. but they want to they want to get a good feel between you and your agent that you want to be there. That's a good question, and you'd have to ask ownership. Like, why would you call guys and not actually not draft? Not pick them. Right. Right. I mean, you know, a twenty-two year old uh, uh, college graduate isn't exactly like the 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 dewiest rose in the bush, but even so, it's still a young kid, and you. Yeah, you're you're messing with them at that point. 
Yeah, and that's why, you know what, that's why you have so many guys that are just agitated and they're like, oh, yeah, everybody's going to pay. Everybody's yes, that's pay. what I was thinking. Because if you call them and you tell them we're going to take you and they don't take you and they go through that disappointment, now my that turns to anger when I am picked. And when I play that team, you're going to wish you had picked me, you idiot. <laughs> you're exactly right. right. And that's how I had a successful 11-year career, making everybody Ooh, pay for it. I you did. remember numbers like – Numbers that stick out in my head is seventeen and thirty-two. I was the seventeenth. I was the seventeenth defensive tackle, and I was the thirty-second defensive lineman overall that was chosen. So I just always kept that number in my head. So if we played anybody, I was like, okay, there were seventeen guys, sixteen guys that you thought were better than me. Did me you did you keep track of those sixteen guys as they? Progressed in their careers and maybe retired before you, or or, or just something like washed that. out. Yeah, you exactly right. Yes, I did. Really, <laughs> all the way through. Kind of, kind of like Boy, I'm just dying to know who these guys are. So am I. Yeah, that's another conversation. Like, I don't even want to. I don't want to name names. But I know. A defensive tackle was wasn't he the first pick of the draft? If he wasn't the first pick, he was like the top two or three, and he lasted four years in the NFL. Well, next time you're here, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll name we'll, names. We'll go over that. Yeah. Yeah. Without any microphones around. And then the complete opposite of what you're talking about, teams calling and saying, we're going to take you and then not taking you. You know the Ray Lewis story, right? About his draft day. I don't know Ray Lewis, but I know John Elway, and it's probably similar to what you're going to tell me. Tell Ray, me, Lewis tell me was, Lewis Ray Lewis was on the phone with Ron Wolf, and Ron Wolf was saying, we're going to take you next. Once Baltimore picks, we're going to take you. And as he's on the phone with Ron Wolf, and Ron Wolf is saying we're going to take you, the Baltimore Ravens draft <laughs> Ray Lewis, and he just says, "I got to go." <laughs> well, that's that what he should have done, I guess. All the time, see, right? You never know what the guy's going to do before or after you. Who do the Packers pick yeah. then? I, you'd have to look and see. I don't even know what year Ray Lewis was in the I'm, draft. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, so what are you doing for Easter? Well, I'm a good Catholic kid, so we're starting with Good Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, my house tomorrow is the destination for the best and the Santana Dotson famous crawfish boil. Oh, so actually, so. we're getting everything prepped today, and we'll be boiling crawfish and frying fish. Wait a minute, hold on a second. Are you standing there with the phone pressed to your ear with an apron? Are you cutting up vegetables and right. stuff right You're now? Stirring something right. with your elbow. Pots out. boiling all right. around you. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm <laughs> prepping, baby. This is my prep day. That's right. Do you have do you have counters full of groceries? Sure. You know, all spread out. Yep, like cutting up onions and quartering potatoes as we speak. Do you have a glass of wine? You know, to uh, just a little beer, sip. yeah, beer, whatever, maybe uh, a, a maybe bourbon, a, maybe a sweet tea. You know, yeah, not quite yet. I'm on water right now, but okay. I'm thinking hydrate, I might hydrate. make the rum punch. Rum punch might be the drink of choice for tomorrow. So wow. I'm kind of leaning in that direction. How many people are you having over? Oh, it's typically somewhere around 25, 30, something like that. Okay. Family, close friends. No, that's nothing. a that's pretty that's big. A crowd. That's a crowd, right? That's a lot of people to cook for. 25 or 30, yeah. yeah. And usually the weather is beautiful, but, you know, the weather we're getting throughout the U.S. is crazy. So they're really talking about 6 to 12 inches of rain here in Houston over the next 
uh, three days. Six to so 12 really inches? Wow. House. Right, so I'm really organizing the house in case oh, boy. too much water in the backyard. To, is, is the garage know, cleaned up? I did that yesterday. So okay. You feel, nice. You know what I'm working with? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I have we a... got patio action, but we yeah. might not be able to do the whole yard. Mm-hmm. So in the event that we can't do the whole, you know, the patio or the whole yard, then we'll work our way back to the garage, and we'll make it happen. We'll make it work. You know what I don't get about the outdoor facilities is if you want to, you know, stay out of the rain or something, you put up a pop-up tent or something like that. But if it's raining, it's usually windy, and your tent will just blow away. Or the rain comes in sideways and you're under the tent getting half wet anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's an effort anyway. You tried. I don't know. I like the garage and then I like the living room next. I have a story about Houston weather, Santana. What you got? Two weeks ago, we were planning a golfing trip. And I thought, where can I go where the crowds aren't? And my son in law said, go to Houston. Nobody goes there to golf this time of year. If it's 60 degrees, nobody be on the course. And we're looking at the weather. It's like 80, 80, Mm -hmm. 80. We're going to leave on that Friday, and the night before, Houston weather is going to go into the 50s and rain for like four days, which would be the four days that we're there to golf. So rather than getting to surprise my friend Santana with a, hey, buddy, guess where we are? And then we hit my whole family. Then then we hit the horn in the driveway, and you look out the window. Right. Who who the white people in my driveway? (laughs) (laughs) And they look hungry. Yeah. Right. Looking for a. Yeah, fish boil. Uh, we uh, we had to pivot at the last second, and we rerouted out to the desert. We went to Phoenix instead. But the my plan was to give you a call when we got out of the ground and go, "Guess where I am?" And you'd be like, I don't know where yeah. the hell you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're exactly right. This time of year, till we get to April, it usually starts clearing up mid-April to the end of the month. But you'll get some good days, 75, 80, and then you get three or four rainy days just as the weather's changing. So. Yeah, it's kind of funky. All right. All right. I have the Ray Lewis uh, question. Okay. All right. Ray Lewis is taken by the Ravens. Packers. Uh, 26 t- pick in the first round. Ray Lewis. Uh, after him, uh, John, is it, is it Michaels? It's not, I guess it's Michaels. John, John Michaels, offensive, offensive lineman. USC. Yeah. You must have clanked into him in practice then. Oh, wow. John Michaels is a great guy, but he wasn't a too good of a play. Well, he had a bad shoulder, or was it a knee? I don't know. But he's a great guy. He's actually got a practice. He's a physician now up in Dallas doing orthopedic surgery. Oh, well, there yes. you go. Well, if he was an offensive yeah. tackle, he must have been right across from you in uh, right across. In drills. Well, yeah. that's he got drilled. Yeah, he did get drilled. <laughs> You're right. That's well, that's going to work out if you ever have any ortho problems. You just call John. You're exactly, yeah, you're right. Every time I see him, he's like, yeah, let all the fellas know that I'll take care of them. They just have to get to Dallas. I got them covered. So. Well, an orthopedic <laughs> surgeon. How long did he last in the NFL? I don't two, think two I'm going to. He might be another one of those three or four year guys. I think it was just two. Yeah. 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 I remember, yeah. I remember. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. Those, now, those Packer drafts. Oh, he oh. figured out what he wanted to do and he got on with his life. He's an orthopedic surgeon. That's awesome. But I that remember is. when he was in Green Bay, I remember this conversation, Santana. They questioned Uh-oh. his toughness. Mm. Yeah. And well, I, they didn't question it enough, apparently. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's all I'll say because I know your your friends. But thanks for hanging out with us today. Again, again, he's a good man. And see, that's the problem. I can't tell you too many offensive linemen that I can say that about. He's a good guy. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's very nice. That's all high right. praise coming well, good, from you. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah good, good. Typically, when you talk about offensive linemen, you want to hear, "Oh, he's a dirty ass." Right. Dude. Right. Dirty, such such. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, right. And, and you like people, too. You're a people guy, Santana. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you really got to cross some lines for Santana not to like you. All right. Well, we unfortunately, we have to wrap this up, but we do appreciate you helping us out with the Mac Fund, Santana. Definitely. Good luck with you guys, man. You guys knock it out the park. All right. Another Radiothon. I do want you to say something like, since you're cooking, bone appetit. As you <laughs> don't make him jump what? through your hoops. Don't the do that. He wants to. He wants to. I'm not doing it. All right. Of course you're not doing Good. it. Hey, guess where I am, Santana? In the driveway. Look out your window. <laughs> Someday I'm going to do that. All right. Thanks, All right. Santana Dodson pitching in to help us out with our Mac Fund Radiothon.